Hello, everyone. I am Rachel Telfor. And I'm Michelle Gower. We are the hosts of a new true crime podcast. It is called Children of the Void. The Void refers to children who are missing. And children who have died under mysterious and suspicious circumstances. Sometimes parents know nothing about what has happened to their child. And sometimes they seem to know more than they let on. Like Casey Anthony. And the John JonBenet Ramsey case. We are determined to do our part to find missing children. And the truth when the story of their disappearance doesn't hold up. Together, we will blast the shadows with light so that no more children disappear into the void. Children of the Void debuts in September. Join us so we can all make a difference. Please subscribe. Until then, I'm Rachel Telfor. And I'm Michelle Gower. You can catch Children of the Void on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. And everywhere else you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome to the Confession Post podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. And um, I'm choosing an, choosing an alias now because, like, I feel weird saying my name on this for some reason. Okay. <laughs> so what, I'm just going to go with Von Dark. Von no, Dark? Yeah. Okay. That, that sounds almost like a, like a vampire name. Like, uh... <laughs> Well, it's a shortened version of my model name, I figured. You know, for some things, I'm going to kind of separate it from, you know, what I, I guess, what I do. (laughs) Kind of compartmentalize yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty much it. Because, I mean, yeah. I mean, I could use my gamer tag, but some people might see that as kind of, I don't know, maybe slightly racist, but it's a Chris Farley nod is what it is. I was wondering about that, yeah, because I thought yeah. I thought I knew that from the movie Dirty Work. Yeah, I, is that where she got it? Oh, I guess that is. Yeah, totally. It was like I loved it ever since I heard it, and I was like a teenager or something like that when that shit came out. I was like that. <laughs> that moment was always like my favorite. Yeah, she was the one who bit off his nose. And yeah, he, and then he ends up he ends up marrying her in the end. Jimmy No Nose, I think his name was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this wet this podcast for people who are tuning in for the first time is based on a website called confessionpost.com. And it's a place where people write highly personal sentiments and they can remain anonymous if they choose to, and most of them do. Uh they're usually sentiments that they would find it very difficult to discuss uh, in person, you know, identifying as their true selves. And uh, they have comment sections at the website and people can comment on it, but we're doing it with a podcast instead. Um, so I think uh, I'll take the first turn this week. Yeah. Um, so the, in- the title of my first confession is I Just Can't Tell My Husband. So I've been married to Ben for 14 years. When we got married, 
I told him some things about my past sex life, and he was cool with it, but I couldn't bring myself to tell him about the year I turned 19. I got involved with some people and started doing some things. To make a long story short, that year I I fucked over 200 guys. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, that's that's over half of the year. So, I mean, if it's one guy in the course of one day, she, yeah, she she went on a rampage, I guess. Uh, I desperately wanted to tell my fiance before we made serious wedding plans, but I just couldn't. I know it would break his heart. Um, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, how many women save their virginity for marriage these days who don't live in Saudi Arabia or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's very rare. <laughs> yeah, and not, the ni- 19 is that year when a lot of people start to explore life and, and themselves. A lot of people go traveling sometimes like backpacking through Europe and I guess for this girl she was anxious to get out of high school and start fucking I guess oh shit she was open for business and business was good apparently yeah but I mean it's just like I feel she shouldn't tell him like uh just like how I, I feel like a guy should not ask the woman he's with if uh, he's the best you know that she's been with i think that's just don't ask and and therefore she can't lie to you or tell the truth just be happy with the situation as it is and uh men usually don't want to know about women's sexual history so maybe she should keep it to herself that's my my opinion well yeah i don't know i always make it a habit to like tell people all the most important people in my life, like everything about me. I like, I started a non-judgment thing, like right off the get as, as soon as I can. Like, I mean, some shit you just don't get around to talking about because like, for me, I like to have it like happen organically. Like while we're on the subject, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, well, while you're talking about, you know, your sluttiness, I'll give you some stories about my sluttiness and like, yeah, yeah, you know, like whatever, like it's an it like kind of in a way forms some like trust, you know, because they're like kind of like get it. Well, you're getting to know each other too, real quick. Like, oh, they're like they're into that. Oh, that's cool. Or like, oh, okay, that's different. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I guess it depends on him too, because there are guys who are super conservative and they like to live with a delusion that their parents had sex once for each child, and and oh, that, fuck uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that no. their girlfriend or wife has not spread I herself. Tell you this. I remember like. I remember walking in on my parents. Oh, yeah. It was very awkward. I, like, I didn't, because I was, like, just, like, I was, like, maybe 11. 11? Right? Oh, my God. And, yeah, like, 10, 11, somewhere around there. Like, I we just moved, like, to Germany. And we, like, did, like, I guess the way the house was built, like, I heard, I heard, like, a lot of squeaking. And I didn't know what the fuck it was. I was like totally like innocent minded like 
I think there's a ghost in here. <laughs> Daddy's hurting mommy. <laughs> no, no. I was like, I was like, there's something like burst or like knocked on the door real quick and I burst in. I'm like, there's some really weird noises. And like, I seen like they're on top of each other. I was like, oh, okay. I know exactly what's happening. And. <laughs> Did you know about sex before that happened? Oh yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Okay, it was, but uh, so yeah, you, I guess you, you know, turned right around and made a beeline for the rest. Of yeah, the- it was just like, oh my god, I just saw that. Like, you're just mortified. <laughs> you just, yeah, it's and it's there. It's stuck in your head for life because I can still see it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean. Maybe maybe it's a good idea for parents to like lock the door when they do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess I guess so, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah. That's probably a better idea. And as a side note, what is it about? Why why do animals insist on being there? Like, they want to get right up on the bed, you know. I mean, and they know it's. Oh good. yeah. I think they do. I know my cat does that. <laughs> I was what. Like in one of my ex-girlfriends, she had this one dog, this basset hound, who insisted on sitting there and seemed to be giving me a dirty look to it. Didn't seem to be happy about it. See, (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what this is like. Okay, my cat would do that to me, but then like my parents have this other cat, and he just stares. He stares at you a lot. Like he's just like. And he like it reminds me of Samuel L. Jackson, that meme where it's just really? him like staring like with the fucked up hair. He looks real rough, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's that he's giving you like the, like stink eye, but with him, that cat, I swear to God, if he could talk, he would. He has like he's just like involved. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you thinking <laughs> all the time? Because it looks like he's like he he's thinking or he wants to like you know like communicate. He thinks he's people or something. I don't know. And I think they can. <laughs> I think they can smell the sex in the air just like humans can. I think they they probably can distinguish the pheromones. Oh, other kinds yeah. of pheromones. yeah. All animals fucking can. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, well that she, yeah. she didn't think there was anything wrong with the animals being in, in the bedroom while the sexual encounter was in progress, but uh, that's a little weird. Like I usually try yeah. to like kick the cat out. Like I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't blame you. I'm on that. I'm on. I'm on the same page. I mean, one time she uh, she like her legs were spread and we had just finished up and. She had a little like a chihuahua. It went up to her, and, and she didn't see see the dog there until it was too late. It uh, it uh, licked her there, and oh uh, she, she like brought her legs back together. So that was a very. And I'm thinking, see, this is why I don't want the animals in here. They're not supposed to participate in this. <laughs> not as spectators, not as participants. Dogs that I mean. Dogs seem to be a little bit different than cats. Cats, for the most part, will fuck off, right? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they want dogs to be are kind of like, I don't know. 
I remember seeing this picture once. It was a wedding photo, and they took them outdoors. And like the the, the married couple, and I think the in-laws were gathered together. And then off to the side, these two dogs are fucking, like, you know, because they don't give a shit, right? So <laughs> there's no consequence to them. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your first confession? Okay, let's see. What do I want to start with? That open. Mm. I'm not gonna start with the long one. I'm gonna get warmed up first. <laughs> okay. Um. I want to expose myself. Mm. I want to go online and or webcam and masturbate to a bunch of laughing girls or just a single girl in a humiliating way. Like making a hago faces, the squeal or squeal and moan like a girl and say stuff like I'm still a complete virgin at thirty two and I want and I want to know what it's like to be to be inside a girl. And even rolling back my penis is what? Rolling back. Rolling back so oh, rolling back so my penis is over my face so I can eat myself oh. when I come. Oh. Wow. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess their... some people do have a humiliation fetish, I guess. I yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Definitely do. Um Well, I'm wondering how he would uh, go about uh uh, piquing women's interest in this, I guess, uh, invite, because I know there's one thing, if you invite people to roast you, a lot of people are very eager to do it. So may, yeah. may, maybe use that word, like, you know, uh, I'm a virgin and I'm going to masturbate for you, roast me. So may, maybe he could get uh, viewers that way. Mm. Would you, yeah. would you like to get in there and, uh, roast him and humiliate him i'm not really into that like i don't know i'm too much of an empath and like i care about people's feelings the humiliation thing is always not like it's not been my cup of tea you know and i'd like i've wondered if i could like do it sort of like see if i was a dom it'd be like playing a role right yeah you know like you don't that's not you every day you can, you know, get into that role and, like, make some serious coin, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I, the degradation part has always been, like, a hard one. Because I've, I've had that once. And it was just like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, like I, mean, where, I didn't really where, consent to this either. Like, where you, know, you were the recipient, or or did you? Do I was the recipient. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a naughty schoolgirl, but it was like a little bit of degradation type stuff that I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's like, know. yeah, I once made the mistake of like uh, asking people to rate me online, and I'm not. Rate. I didn't say rape. I said rate. 
and I soon regretted it. I don't remember what anybody said, and I don't want to remember. So that's, yeah. that's a risky thing to do. I wouldn't recommend that. So, yeah, on the on this same tip, there's actually a rapper called Necro. Yeah, and, I know about him. And he does that on his Instagram. Really? He, what he roasts? Yeah, he roasts people, like, and he does a video call, right? So you can roast him. Like, oh, yeah. But a lot of the people that come on there, they're like, they're fans. They got like necro tattoos and stuff, and it's great because he's like, man, I can't fucking arrest you. Like, <laughs> I would love to see what his groupies look like. They must be an interesting. Oh bunch. man, there's like so many. It's like different. It's very all over the place. Like there's a, uh, he like he. <laughs> yeah. Like in the beginning, he like. He would convince people to punch themselves in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> well, well, I produced a, an episode of Human Monsters about um, the murder of uh, Victoria. What was her last name? Uh, she was murdered here in Ontario, this little girl. I forget her last name. But anyway, the two people who who killed her and raped her were big fans of him. And they would listen to his music all the time. And that's one example about where someone took um, music literally. And, uh, oh, yeah. Victoria, was it Stanford or uh, whatever? I can't remember her last name. But, yeah, they, uh, they drove who around. Was the, who was the influencer? Uh, Necro. The... Or Necro. Oh, Necro. Yeah, they were huge fans. They'd go around bumping Necro and... Uh, it just took it a little too seriously yeah Mm. yeah see that's the thing like sometimes like you have that like there's always crazy people in the world and they're gonna fucking gravitate to certain things and you know kind of inadvertently or maybe advertently um drag a name through the mud you know a name or two because i mean marilyn manson like was columbine right like yeah, yeah. And like who else? There was like uh Dimebag Daryl had a like fucking crazy fan. Like I like fully believe that Dimebag stole all the songs, something like that. Yeah, he was probably like schizophrenic or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of like fanatic, fanatic like type people and they just like yeah. They yeah. always drag they always drag someone down with them. <laughs> Yeah, the little girl's name was Tori Stafford, and uh, they, yeah, they kidnapped her and raped her and murdered her, and just left her out in the middle of the woods. Yeah, like it was this girl. It wasn't her idea, but her boyfriend was just a total sicko, and so they they did that, and it was just horrible. So mm. anyway, uh, on to uh, something a little more, well, slightly more optimistic, I guess. Uh, This one kind of really hits home for me personally anyway. Uh, It's titled Skinny Girls. Uh, So it goes, I am extremely witty and charming, but I'm also very overweight. I've convinced over 100 girls that were out of my league to go on a single date. Then I lie to them about a fake cancer that keeps me fat and moody. So they feel guilty enough to not leave me for about nine months on average. I have severe mood swings which is why I usually lose girls and which is why I made up the cancer lie. 
I used to only use it on women, but now I find myself lying to strangers for special treatment and even bringing it up when I, it doesn't benefit me. My recent girlfriend found out I did not have cancer after answering a call from my mom on my phone. She seemed pretty suspicious before that, though. I'm afraid I'm addicted to lying now, but who wouldn't be after having sex with beautiful women for a few years? So does the does the pity fuck thing really work out? Does that uh, do women ever sleep with a guy because they feel sorry for him? Hey, well, yeah. Um. <laughs> Guilt tripping them into bed? <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, there's, like, I've never been guilt tripped by somebody else. I've just, like, thought they were, like, cool, but they're definitely not, like, you know, most people's first, like, a lot of nerds, you know? <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say, like, this is, like, the the most, like, blatant way to put it. And, like, I don't know, they're just not, like, the typical, typical people that someone like me, I guess, would, or, no, I would go for them, right? Because I'm, you know, I'm like this, but visually, like, other people would assume that this is not my type of person but I I don't know I'm very much attracted to all kinds of people in open so like I don't know it's like yeah me too yeah you know I I have to have a social like interaction in person to really like gauge people but like yeah yeah but like yeah I don't know well maybe the reason why they they end up sleeping with him or dating him is that um, I guess there's something about disclosing that kind of fact about yourself that creates almost an instant bond and you feel close to the person. And so I guess they connect because they connected emotionally, even if it was based on a lie, that's why the women felt comfortable enough with him to start sleeping with him. I guess. Yeah. I mean, was it, I thought for a second it was a lesbian, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, it's a guy. Oh, but okay. I mean, cool, cool, cool. No, well, it's all good. Well, weight doesn't, see, weight doesn't seem to be a problem. With, no, weight's no, not a problem cool. with me. Like, you know, really. I, I just, I'm one of those people. It's like, if you're cool, like, you have a fucking cool vibe. Like, you wouldn't even, like, that lie would not be necessary. You know? And, like... They would probably be a little less moody too, just not having to deal with, you know, sort of like the, um, the underlying guilt of it. Cause like you would feel guilty lying to all those people and like whatever. It's like if you had sort of, you know, a conscience and like, yeah. I think this person does because they're, you know, kind of stating the fact that they're lying to other people now, and, you know, they don't really need, you know, they don't need to do that. Plus, like, they keep saying it, they're going to get fucking cancer. Like, yeah, <laughs> like for... they're really backing it up, selling it. You're going to get fucking cancer, and then what? Like, you've had cancer for how long? And, like... Yeah, right. And then it really gets you, like, <laughs> and people are like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> I, I think the only kind of cancer that you can live with for a very long time, as long as it's not malignant, is brain cancer, because some of it's not operable. Like if they took it out, they damage your brain. Mm. Uh, if it's not, if it's benign, then you can live with it. But I don't. It doesn't say. He didn't say what kind of cancer he lied about. So. Um, I get, I take it he probably didn't say that he had testicular cancer, so because yeah. that would be, that would probably be easy to prove or disprove. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like <laughs> someone's gonna call him out, you know, like or he's getting cancer. <laughs> yeah. I I remember when Tom Green got testicular cancer. I remember. Yeah, he, he made a fucking whole thing about it, and it was great. Yeah. Like, I thought it was, it was actually great. It seemed like he's like the perfect guy to get that. Like out of all the different kinds of cancer he could get. I fucking love that man. Yeah. I do. He's like he is a Canadian treasure. Yeah, yeah. He's a Canadian remember? treasure. And so oh my god. And so is uh isn't fucking Deadpool buddy who plays Deadpool. Is that Ryan um, Reynolds? Yeah, isn't he Canadian? I think so. I think he's from BC, yeah. Yeah. He's also a fucking Canadian treasure too. Yeah, that I, man. I remember when the Tom Green appeared on the Mike Bullard show one time. Oh he, yeah, Mike Bullard, that was a good show. Yeah, he had some good he, shit on there. He brought, uh, he had this garbage bag with him, a black garbage bag, and, and you know they talked for a bit at first, and then he pulled out what he was carrying in the garbage bag he pulled it out it was a dead raccoon and i mean it was a real dead mm-hmm. raccoon mm. and mike bullard ran off the set and puked. i remember i remember that one you saw that one yeah i remember that one yeah it was a i don't think it was staged you just like jogged some of my like was it like a te- like is it that was a teenage memory yeah that was- <laughs> which is awesome like a I just felt like neurons in the back of my brain like start to reconnect. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was like yeah. I think that would have been probably like '97 or '98. Yeah, some, man. Yeah. Those and, are the uh, fucking good old years, comedy-wise. Oh my fuck, it was some good, like that shit was lit back then. There's some good comedy. Like Tom Green was awesome. Oh yeah, and, I met I met Mike Bullard actually at a at a Sobeys. Nice. And he's exactly the same way in real life, like yeah, take poking fun at everybody and and laugh about it. Yeah. So, but then his career was destroyed because he was like stalking this chick who's um like a newscaster or something. He kept going to her house and wouldn't leave her alone. And oh. I think he hasn't had a career since then. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, what's your next confession? All right, so um, it's the BBW and E girdle. Mm. I love watching my fat wife squeeze into her panty girdle. I love I love these fat. Oh, I'm gonna. This is that. That's wrong. I love the uh, curvy embracing posts because, like, to me, like, and this is actually works off your last one. A little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, just haphazardly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, I find, like, you know, personality kind of overrules, like, aesthetics. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time. 
Like, yeah, you gotta be like kind of attractive to the person. You know, yeah, like, there's yeah. gotta be like a little bit of a spark there. You know, like and there's certain aesthetic qualities that are like really pleasing to some. And like, you know, like a lot of the time charisma does fucking smash that, you know, that uh what is it, superficiality part of it, you know. Well, I mean, I've known people who are like looks are everything. It's the most important thing to them. Both Mm-mm. male, and, both male and female, have encountered that. And uh, what I've observed is that they're lonely for years on end because they're just waiting for this person to come along who looks a very specific way. You know, color the color of the hair, and they have to have this kind of body and this and that. And then when they are in relationships, they end up being a train wreck because they're willing to overlook the person's flaws just because they look a certain way. So Yeah. Out of out of all the like the hot people that I've dated and I feel like I'm like this is one of the like humble moments like cuz uh I mean honestly I put on makeup and that helps me, that helps me a lot. But <laughs> now you but, I mean, I like some people like I have one I have one person that says I'm cute without makeup and I'm like, I I love that. That's great. It's like they'll always be my bestest friend. <laughs> like in the whole world, like they'll yeah. always be that because like they love me for that and I can be that around them, you know, but like there's some people that I felt like you are way out of my league and I can't believe I've scored that. And I hit it more than fucking once, too, which is like even better you're like ooh, this is great like <laughs> i got something here you know like i it might was- not think i'm like totally cute like or that barbie dollish kind of chick or that megan fox looking bitch like yeah you know like i'm not like that kind of hot but like you know i can hang <laughs> well there's diversity in beauty right <laughs> Well, yeah. People are beautiful in different ways. You gotta have personality, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're hideous on the inside, that, that, in my opinion, kind of cancels out what's on the outside. And I've been attracted to people who were not that good-looking, but there was something about their personality or their aura that made them attractive. So I've, I've seen both examples of those things, you know, many times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're just like, <sighs> yeah. there's just sometimes it's just like, oh my god, what happened? The stars aligned, and like, what the shit? What did I do to deserve this? I'm just gonna fucking, I am all for it, and you're just like, you go to town. <laughs> well, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about chemistry. It's like I was asking. Yeah, what- oh, totally, and you have to have that, like, chemistry um you know chemistry and like shit in common obviously is kind of like the same thing but there's more to it than that right like you know intellectually like there's like turn-ons with that there's like you know all these little sub compartments that like if you hit those things just right it's like cool yeah but sometimes Sometimes there's these people that you just look at them and they're like kind of godlike or goddess like to you and you're like yeah yeah you know like you just can't help but be like drooling over them be like oh like I I would love to get with you but you are so out of my league and then somehow 
it just happens and you're like what (laughs) what is happening but yeah and you just hope that they don't have the ego to match right yeah yeah Yeah. i mean there's only been one person that did like wasn't like that they were like they didn't really have that kind of ego they were always like really super open with me and like i really enjoyed that and um yeah they're man (laughs) that that, it was one of those like fucking magic moments you know yeah like okay so i moved to vancouver Mm -hmm. um and literally when i touched down um it turned out that the place i was living at there was this 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 guy he's a like statuesque bouncer that looked kind of like billy zane a bit but like it's like a bigger vin diesel billy zane mix like he's hot like and I admired him, like, way, 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 way back. Like, fucking, he's from Halifax, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just so happened to be out in BC living in the same fucking place that I was staying at. I just touched down and fucking, um, well, uh, th- there was renovations happening at the shop. So, like, the, everybody else that was living there, they're like, oh, we're going back to the shop. And it was just me and him hanging out. And we are watching... Uh, Afro Samurai and yeah. fucking shit went down and I was just like what the fuck like I literally just moved to BC this is like the best fucking welcome to my city fucking shit I've ever seen in my life yeah, <laughs> yeah. no that one was like the like the, the gods were shining on me and everything it was fucking beautiful do you have one you have a story you've got to have a story of like Um, somebody that you're just like you've been drooling over like whatever and you've finally got like something really satisfying like well the difference is that it never worked out never happened uh, just just a lot of uh, my friend zone is uh overpopulated I'll, i'll put it that way i get it i get it yeah i was gonna say something else um oh sorry um, uh, I guess it's gone now. Uh, all right, my next one. Well, the title is Prostitute. Uh, I'm a 17-year-old boy who's going to Amsterdam in March and need to know it is bad to lose my virginity to a prostitute there. Any answers would be helpful. Well, first, I have, two, I have a two-pronged view of this. Yes. I think it's kind of it's funny because I think the best and worst thing that happened to Amsterdam was – legal prostitution and pot because that's all people think about when they go there and i think there's more to it it's a beautiful city it's got all these canals and there's so many cool things there there's like um amsterdam is just a part of that city yeah yeah you know like it actually the red lake district that's actually the red lake district is right where like all that stuff is and then amsterdam itself is bigger yeah, it's yeah. like I know it's a weird pet peeve to have, especially since I've never even been there. But I've been just, there. <laughs> well, it annoys me to hear people. I want to go to Amsterdam, man, and I just know it's like it's just about smoking. Pot. Oh yeah, okay. Now listen. So um, we like when we went there, I was like too young to do any of that, right? Um, it was my family. My mom, like, she went on this like when we were living in Greenwood, Nova Scotia. 
um, she went on this like bus trip and went through, you know, all these places and like those places because that like the, because there's time constraints on those like those those trips, she didn't get to see it. So she wanted to see it when we ended up moving there. So like, well, not there. It was Germany. So when we went to was it Holland? Is that where Amsterdam is? Yeah. Okay. Netherlands, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm like vague on this. Like my Europe knowledge is is a little bit it's a little weak, even though I live there and I feel sad about that, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was young. Anyway, so um we go through the red light district because she's like, I didn't get a chance to see this. And like, we spent like the whole day walking or like around, well, not walking around everywhere, but like there's like museums and other places like to hit. We spent, we hit like that place hard and we went through the red light district and like legit, like when you're walking down, it's, it's down the canal. So there's like two sides to it. And, um, the like every so often there's like a sex shop and there's like women standing in the windows and you can smell pot like for sure because because uh, <laughs> like it's like every now and then there's a cafe too like it's all kind of just you know that in that yeah. area like those three things sex shop novelty shop sex shop actually that's combined they're actually pretty big like they're there's some big ones but like they got some cool shit like fucking giant like tits like like hats that are like obnoxious fucking funny shit but uh anyway no it's it's a good time like it's 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 cool it like it's very cool for the frat people because they're just be like yeah yeah but like it's also very historical yeah Yeah, so there's, like, tons of other shit. Like, that, like the whole canal is cobblestone. Like, everywhere yeah. over there is cobblestone. It's really cool. Yeah, it's dope. And the only thing, the only place in, like, Canada that resembles it a lot is old Quebec. Yeah, like, yeah. Because it's the only little piece of fucking Europe that we got. Oh, I love I love Quebec City. It is. I'd love to go there at Christmas some year, sometime. Oh, man, we should, like, you know what we should do? Yeah. Try and get like like pod our podcast people to like we could do a Christmas thing. Go to the ice hotel, yeah. And, oh, uh, dude, that'd be cool. Meet Bonhomme and all that. Yeah, the yeah, ice hotel is interesting. Yeah. I have I have a really dope friend out there too. Like she's uh she's an artist and like um she would be really cool on the radio on on a pod. We should do a podcast in one of the ice places or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We could do it. Yeah, that might be a cool idea. Like, we could just, like, it doesn't have to be this, like, this year, but we can plan yeah. for it. Well, I mean, I have uh, I have clip-on mics, and I can use, I can hook them up to an iPad, so I can, it can, it's that portable where I can even get decent sound. Nice. Oh, no, I just suddenly remembered what I was going to say earlier. That yeah, I, yeah, 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 do it. You mentioned uh, going to BC. I was just thinking about how it's almost a rite of passage for young Canadians to live in BC briefly and then come back. Oh, like so almost good, everybody, though. almost everybody I've ever known who moved to BC came back. I don't know. Like they, everyone, I don't, I don't know if it, if it applies to you, but they all seem to think like, Oh, it's going to be so awesome there. And maybe it is, but and it maybe is. It's, 
Maybe it it's is. the cost. Is it the cost of the living that brought yeah. you back, or yeah? Yeah, you like you you really need to like either have a bunch of money saved for like just backup, and then like figure out, you know, what the fuck kind of finances you're you're working with, um, because you might need two jobs. You might need like yeah. you know like the whatever. It's ridiculous there. It's yeah, too- it's it it can be, but if you have like roommates and stuff, it's not terrible. Well, I mean, like a tiny little like two bedroom bungalow costs like two million dollars minimum there. It's just uh, pretty crazy. And then I was gonna say another thing too about the, my current confession about the idea of losing your virginity to a prostitute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to that. Because <laughs> we talked before about how when you lose your virginity, it's not magical and oh mystifying. man, no, like, like we <laughs> thought it was gonna be. So I figure, like, well, I mean, when I think of when I lost my virginity, it probably would have been just as pleasurable to do it with a prostitute because I wasn't in love with a girl. And at least a prostitute, you know, she'd be really hot and she'd know that some Oh, tricks. man. So, a lot of them just give them, you know, like the girlfriend experiences. Yeah, yeah. They're, men. <laughs> that's, that's a cool idea because you, you get, like, a lot of things that are connected with a girlfriend – with with that kind of relationship, but without the nagging and all the unpleasant stuff, and if you don't mm. if you don't call her when you're not there, it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, no, it's just like whatever. Honestly, like there should be no judgment on that sort of deal now, because like really, it's a sex service, and you want to have yeah. sex, right? Like. <laughs> well, yeah, like what? sex sex workers. She will do whatever you want. Fervently and enthusiastically, if she's a good, if she's a good one, and you know, fucking, like, at least you're getting that instead of let down. <laughs> yeah, sex workers have been like kind of campaigning for equal rights as workers. Man, like, they are though. Like, yeah. they've been providing a service since the fucking dawn of time. Well, they, one, there's one woman here in Ontario who's kind of been a leader in that. She's a professional dominatrix. And she's just saying, you know, it's all consensual and just let us make money at it and we can pay taxes. And uh, I think I think our country should legalize it. They should especially have it in Toronto because uh, this isn't exactly Sin City, but it should be because it's a little... Oh, man, like, yeah, it's, it's kind of... Uh... A good place for that. And so oh, yeah. BC, actually. Yeah, legalized prostitution and gambling across the board. You know. Oh, BC's not legal, but, like, I don't think it's legal. Maybe it is. I don't know. But. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Like we, Yeah, we don't need. Well, we have escort agencies. and Yeah. So they're able to, to smoke. To, they have a smoke screen where no one's entirely sure if it's prostitution, but everyone. Nobody's stupid enough to think it's not, but yeah. I guess that, that, that word escort is that's, that was kind of a clever thing to do. Someone we know very well had her own escort agency there in Halifax, and she got away with it for a long time. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, it's easy to do that. It is. It did really you know is. her back? Did you know her back then? No, not when she like had that going. I knew her when she was doing the tattoo shop. I was away for like a while, so yeah. I like I think I was away during that time of her life. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, not even, like, I was gone for 10 years from Nova Scotia, so, like, <laughs> I, like, basically, like, my pattern of, of, of living was, uh, was it, from here to BC to Alberta to Ontario back to Alberta <laughs> mm-hmm. and then back home. I think, yeah, and that was over the span of ten years. Wow. Yeah. You, so, how, how do you feel about Toronto? And it, it's okay. I liked it. I you did. Liked- I liked it. Like I, I was uh when I lived here, I went to uh uh well back in the day. I mean, I went to a Marilyn Manson concert out in Toronto. Yeah. I went to the Golden Age of Contest one, like that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to that that one. He puts on quite a show, doesn't he? That one was a good one. I wanted to see Andy Christ Superstar, though. Like, that would have been fucking sick. Like, that that album, Front to Back, is still, like, my favorite, but... Yeah, uh, I love that one. Yeah. But anyways, um, I loved it there. The shopping was dope. Like, it was easy to get around, too. It yeah. Things were, like, far apart. You know, like, once you got to the, the right areas, like... There's a Queen Street further up where all those, like, kind of, like, secondhand stores are and, like, the whatever, like, um, it's past much music, like. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that area, I loved shopping up there. It's so good, like. But that area is becoming slowly gentrified, a lot of the. Oh, is it? The weirdness, a lot of it's, that's kind of fading away. Yeah, so, like, while I was there, there was a couple of really sweet goth shops that fucking closed, yeah. and I was really sad about that. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, there used to be much more counterculture in Toronto. It, it seems to be dissipating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just becoming a much more gentrified city. It's turning into Condoville, really. Uh, all right, anyway, uh, what's your next confession? All right, let's see. Uh... Okay, let's go with the really long one. <clears throat> I can't understand why so many people believe in God. I grew up Christian, but I seriously cannot understand how some people or someone can believe that shit when they get older. I don't hate anyone who's religious. I just can't comprehend how the majority of the world population is religious. And at this point, I am too afraid to ask anyone. I understand that a lot of a lot happens on Earth, and on Earth is straight shit, and everyone needs to needs a way to cope. But why believe in a random book is be all and end all? Oh yeah, why well, believe a book is is the be all and end all of humanity? Um, I don't want to fight with anyone. And have no problem with people who believe in God, gods. I just want to learn about what they do. Uh, I grew up going to church three times a week and went to a Catholic school, but I never truly believed what they were saying. It all sounds like a fairy tale. Nobody would, nobody could ever explain to me why this dude two thousand years ago is so fucking important. Nothing makes sense. Everyone is quoting some stupid verses of some magic book to prove something, but I don't get them. I don't get the firm belief, firm belief in said magic book books. 
if someone reads this and has any answers that would help me understand religious people, please comment. At this point, I just can't understand the world anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the Bible, it's, it's like everyone lived in a Tolkien novel back then, and yet somehow there's no magical stuff going on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that, like, I mean, there was a lot of diseases back then, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, it mentioned, I think in the book of Revelation, that dragons are mentioned, and mm. I mean, it, it even gets into dragons, you know? You know, there's a part of me that wonders if there were, like, when, I feel like there might have been, like, some sort of, like, weird-ass versions of what we have for animals. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, like, evolution is totally a thing, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if it'd be, like, dragons, though. You know, like, it seems a little far-fetched. But there's, like, Komodo dragons. And people were apparently, like, I guess a lot smaller oh, back yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a oh, country. Hang on, hang on, hang on. My cat wants to get out. She's... <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> she's sleeping on the on the chair. Just, like, one second. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, Kate. Go, go, be go. All right. Yeah. I had a, yeah. The, like when this movie. I snag, snag some booze. I ran out of my drink. <laughs> oh, you got yourself a a a bar, like a menu bar set up. Not really a well, just everything I need to make something new. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yes, you were saying. Oh yeah, like the this movie Barry Lyndon. It was made in the seventies, and they actually it was it's a period piece. It takes place in like the seventeen hundreds, I think, and. Uh, they actually managed to get a hold of actual outfits that were worn by people back then, but they were just too, they were too short because, uh, yeah, they were like very tiny short. people. Oh yeah. Like even the men were much shorter back then. Yeah. And that, like, have you seen anything about the like giant bones? Well, I mean, weren't a lot of those found in Africa? I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. And like, I think like, Thailand um there's some because my mom I think she actually went and seen them they travel a lot I don't get to do that with them anymore but like. I, I know some, <laughs> I know some skulls have been found where it, it the person must have almost looked like the cone heads from you know conehead movie like the, mm. like the the cranium part of the skull was like really long didn't they do like some sort of binding or something back then too with the head or was it just like maybe like i know that well, like there's those women in africa who wear the rings on their neck and it's yeah really tall if you take them off that's like fucking uh, i guess they did yeah or uh those those uh i get i don't know if it's 
Chinese or Japanese, but they crush their toes in these tiny shoes. Yeah, that's the foot binding. Yeah, and they can't, it can't be undone, I don't think. I think that's. No, no, no. Like, I I mean, you're, yeah. (laughs) Basically, you're just, you're punishing and training your body into doing something. That's a God. that's a heavy body mod, technically can you, speaking. Can you imagine how painful that must be at first, like when you're the first couple of years or something? Like With I don't the know. foot binding. Well, I don't know. Like I think they start really young. Yeah. And like their feet are kind of malleable, I would assume. Did you um, uh, read the book or watch the movie of Memoirs of a Geisha? Yeah. I I watched the movie. I want to actually read the book because the book would probably be way better. But yeah, they um, went, they go to a lot of they do a lot of shit to their bodies, right? To oh them. yeah, yeah. They're like basically like beauty is pain. You know, <laughs> like there's a lot of that. Yeah, but they're but... also very classically trained though. Like honestly, oh, yeah. I would love to like experience that shit. I would love to like check out that training i know like not the sleeping thing like they sleep on like some weird ass shit that i would fucking i would fucking i wouldn't be about it but since i fucking slept in jail i think i could probably do it so what what do they do how do they uh, sleep i think that it was in memoirs of a geisha they had like some weird ass like fucking like it's like a piece of wood that just holds her head up like it's not even a pillow oh my god i don't know like i can't remember like I, that one's it's vague but i remember seeing something and i was like dude no <laughs> so this is would, so all the whole point of it is like to, to marry a rich man right is that what it's yeah about? yeah pretty much yeah i remember I, like a one i saw one on tv once because they do still exist and she said if you become successful, then you can be with me. I'm thinking, well, what, so I can hang out with a clown uh, with all that goddamn makeup? Like, well, it's just not um, always like that, but like, yeah, there are like, there are cool ways of doing that, like makeup that, you know, um, and it's like some heart, like some hearts, it's like tradition too, because like there's an opera singer, like there's opera singers yeah, that dress up like that too. The makeup process is an art. Oh like, yeah. It probably takes you first to master. Yeah. Like, it, well, it's brush strokes, too. Like, there's a certain yeah. emotion and whatever. Well, um, I mean, anyway, we're getting <laughs> off topic a little bit. Uh, well, I like, I like makeup, but maybe that's a little too much for me. I love makeup. Yeah. I, I could go on and on and on and on and on about makeup. Like, I don't, care, I don't care if it makes the woman look fake or whatever. If it looks yeah. like done well... You know, so what? Well, I mean, okay, so there's like, there's this whole debate about like, you know, like what, like, it's like some of us still wear makeup when it looks like almost a bare face. Yeah, natural know? look, yeah. Because, yeah, the natural look, like, honestly, like, I um, I still wear like almost the same exact amount of makeup. It's just different colors, you know, like, yeah. legit, like, I'll put, like, if I wanted, if I wanted to do quick makeup and low maintenance shit it'd just be my eyebrows some mascara and like all of my concealer which is like 
you know, a fair amount. And you put, you have to put something on your eyelids just to kind of give it a bit of shape. And it'd still be a little bit of eyeliner, but it'd be brown instead. You know, mm-hmm. like you basically just change your whole color palette and you still have a natural look. It just looks fuller, you know, completed, yeah. polished, <laughs> you know. But anyways, um, we were still like talking about this religion thing, right? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well there's so, just... like. So the religious shit, like I get like this. The reason why I chose this is because like I kind of I I felt some feelings like hit on some key fucking things that I totally like. It was like the first time that I thought this shit was bullshit, and it like <laughs> it happened in like a, a, you know I'd say like pretty young, like twelve, thirteen. You know, like, no, none of that. That's bullshit. But I used to go to fucking church when I was, like, I don't know, like, probably, like, a toddler to, like, five, six, seven, eight-ish, eight or nine, maybe. So, like, and I, like, there's some weird-ass shit that happened with me and that, that stuff. So I, like... It already, like, affected me a little weird. It was no priest stuff, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, you know, a lot of questionable things that, you know, didn't, uh, would, would make you weary about going into a place of God because you're actually not protected. Like, they think you, they tell you you are. And that's, like, the first thing. They're, like, God loves you. He's protecting you. All this stuff. No. And like, nope. No, he's not, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that he didn't live up to his part of the bargain. Yeah, you're like, this is is a house of God, and he's not. These people are still like, yeah. Well, the the Catholic Church's record of child care is a a checkered one, that's for sure. Yeah. Say the least, you know. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, But I got to say this. um, You know, if you... If you can convince people not only to worship you, but that they will suffer internal damnation for not worshiping you. Yeah. Convince that's men pretty fucked up. up. And to convince men to give up casual sex, you're a fucking genius. I, have I to guess say so. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, there are, well, there are these modern day cult leaders who have figured it out. Um, ultimately, it has a lot to do with finding people who are estranged from their families, they're alone in the world, and then you come and say, you know, come join my family. People need to belong, so that's how they get seduced into it. Because, you know, it's hard to have no family, you know, to be alone in the world, that's tough. So that's how they do it. And because people were ultimately less intelligent thousands of years ago, they, uh, they just didn't question it, so... I guess critical. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, do you think like with their smaller bodies, they had smaller brains? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Do you think they use like the same percentage of their brains or maybe more because like. Must been less. It must been less because uh, it's funny because I I remember reading recently science is only like 500 years old. 
I thought it would be more than that, but uh, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I think that like what they would, what you would like, what we would consider science now was like alchemy and like all kinds of other shit, right? Like yeah, that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was like, you know, it was a little bit different back then. Like there's witch doctors and things like that. that yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's close. It's close, but it's not. It's definitely not what we got right now. You know, like, well, science, like, to us now is, like, microorganisms and, like, all kinds of, like, other fucking things. Bio-warfare and, like... <laughs> well, well, I mean, I'm an astrologer, but... Uh, I love the astrology stuff. I was, like, fucking... You can geek out over the stars out here. That's my yeah, favorite I, part. So, if you do move out... If you do move out to... Well, when you do, I guess, like... Um, do you have to, like, I'll be able to drive back uh, by then, so I could probably pick you up and show you the fucking stars out here, because oh, awesome. it's cool. You can see, like, the constellation for, like, Scorpio and, um, Orion, like, you can see everything, and it looks like, almost like there's, like, a strip of, like, stardust across the sky, too, like. Yeah, you can it's so pretty. You can only see them in Toronto because of all the lights. You know? I know, like that's the shitty part. I love the city for like all the things that it has in it, and all the like the opportunities, all the concerts, all the things. But nothing fucking compares to the night sky. Like, oh no, you know, it's like that is like there's so much peace out here. But you can always go to the city. Get a fucking cheap ass hotel room and have a night, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, there, there was once. A, sorry. There was Go once ahead. a time when actually every doctor had to be an astrologer. That, that's yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It actually kind of helps things. Well, I mean, uh, it does. Uh, every sign has certain kinds of health risks or health issues. Like for you as a Leo, it would be your heart. So yeah. Don't uh, eat too much fried foods or do too much cocaine or whatever. I usually don't do that. But. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that that's bad for a lot of things. So uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, no. Um, there's also like if you look at the whole chart too, like there's like, you know, the the sun sign and the moon sign. Oh yeah. And those yeah. like play into each other a bit because like. Um, the moon sign tends to be, like, I guess your personality a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just what people see. Like, your sun sign is what you're born as. Well, but, like, there's... But what if it, I didn't know that Leo was your sun sign, I probably would have guessed you were a Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio's yeah. my rising. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah. moon. <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of Scorpio energy for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, like, I've noticed this, like, the, some of the Scorpios are just, like, fucking, like... They're like <clears throat> sex pots, you know? They're just yeah. like, ah, like they have this like sexual energy that's like, <clears throat> they're you know, just drawn to. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. Or uh, like just energy in general, like. For sure, yeah. But anyways. Like, it's yeah. reflected in your modeling, yeah? Uh, yeah, I mean, though, like definitely they're like, those are a lot of picked through photos, like, <laughs> yeah. like. Some of them are just like, yes, like this is like, I only post the ones that I absolutely love because I mean, I'm biased like that. It's still a Leo, like, I'm not gonna, like, there's sometimes I'll make fun of myself, like, and post some, some weird shit because everybody, 
that's important to laugh at yourself. Don't ever take your fucking self seriously. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah. Like, you gotta laugh. Like, I'll that's- laugh at your fucking own mental illnesses and, like, fucking just be like, man, I got you. Like, I fucking whatever. Like, it's better that way. That's what I say. Like, sure. So, like... Anyway, but, like, whenever I post modeling photos, it's rarely something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so my next confession is, uh, the title is My Cousin. I honestly didn't know what category to put this under. They do have categories at the website. Uh, I guess that it is that is an obvious problem. So my family recently had a gathering that's included some relatives from another state, I met a cousin of mine for the first time. I didn't even know she existed before a few days ago. Now I first saw her without a proper introduction and hoped so much that she wasn't related to me by blood, but as luck would have it, she is. She is pretty cool and really cute, and it turns out she was thinking all the same things about me every step of the way. From hoping we weren't related to still being attracted regardless, We spent the next day at an amusement park, and due to our circumstances, we found ourselves alone almost the whole time. We spent a lot of the time holding hands and making out. We even felt each other up on a dark ride. It was a good time, and we both know that we don't want a serious relationship and are just enjoying our time together. We set up some rules, though. We can't get attached romantically, and we aren't going to be each other's firsts. Also, we are first cousins, but she is the daughter of my mother's half-brother, if that makes it less weird. I don't know. I love doing this with her, but I'm worried for several reasons. Well, first of all, I used to know a woman whose husband had an affair on her with his cousin. Can you imagine? God, it's bad enough to cheat, but to cheat, you know, with one of his own relatives, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But also, yeah. a lot, I think a lot of these attractions, I mean, you know, if you... It happens, man. Yeah. Like, if you've never it, seen them before in your life and you're like, you know, yeah. 24 or something. So... Yeah. I mean, sometimes I wonder about all these attraction things that I have, like... Because, I mean, Nova Scotia isn't a very big place, right? Yeah, the gene... And my mom is from here. So, yeah. and, she, and like, her mom, her her mom franchise, she had, like kids from like there's kids everywhere right so like she's got a lot of brothers and sisters and like some of them have kids some of them don't and like anyway long story short i did do that i like he was my second cousin oh yeah yeah. i'm not sure how that like worked but like we didn't know (laughs) until like it was like a few months ago, and I was like, "Oh fuck me!" Like I knew that would happen. Well, you Nova know, Scotia, yeah. right? <laughs> well, you know, the Queen and uh, Prince Philip are uh, well were I don't know are were they're they're third cousins, and uh, that might explain why uh, neither of Prince Charles's kids look like him at all. Like William mm-hmm. looks like Diana, and uh, Harry looks more like her brother. It's because of you know there's been a lot of inbreeding in the royal family. And if if you have a child with someone who's inbred, they're going to look like you. So that's yeah. their genes have just been wh- whittled down, you know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, exactly. it certainly, yeah, it could definitely happen in Nova Scotia. I remember 
Yeah, I remember uh, reading this thing about Iceland. Their gene pool is so limited because it's been like the same people have been living there like forever. And and there's they actually somebody actually invented an app where if you're going to like meet someone to date them, you can find out if they're related to you because it's such a common thing there. So half their population's inbred. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, we have a little community over here somewhere, the Goalers or whatever. The Goalers, yes, I did the ep- an episode about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, so we got them, and uh, like my mom, I, I believe she's actually seen them. I don't remember seeing them myself, but like I was around. I think we traveled through that area at one point. But uh, yeah, I don't but, believe I. You know, I think there's probably been inbreeding in everybody's genetic history if you go back farther enough i'm sure oh dude yeah no i mean okay so like like game of thrones yeah (laughs) we'll start with that one because i mean like that was a regular occurrence like really like not in like fantasy blah 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 medieval whatever right like it was medieval times like there's a lot of that, because, I mean, you're, like, fucking, like, think about it. You're locked up in a fucking castle with all you have is, like, where are the fuck people you've got there? So yeah. you're going to, like, it's it's going to get weird. And, like, <laughs> the Romans, like, it got weird with yeah. a lot of things. Um, You know, it happens all through history. We're fucking, we're deprived people, like, we're deprived animals, you know, like, really, when it comes down to it, like, there's so much of us that, like, just resort to the primal instinct shit, and it's, like, it's okay, we should, actually, we need more (laughs) fucking people with plots of land and things so we can run around the yard naked and whatever, because we were supposed to do that, like. (laughs) Well, I mean, to go back to the religious thing for a second, there's a reason why incest is 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 stated in the bible as being prohibited they felt they had to do that like they had to tell people not yeah because it's like this is getting out of hand (laughs) (laughs) yeah they gotta give people a reason not to do it so so just to touch on something i'm a real big fan of rick and morty and like i noticed in one episode it was the stand by me episode i think in like fucking one of the later seasons the third season maybe Mm-hmm. And they're throwing things into, like, basically it's, like, they thought it was a well, a wishing well, but it was, like, garbage disposal, whatever. And one of them was, like, I wish incest porn would be, would, would be, <laughs> would be more popular. And I, like, fucking just about died. Because, like, apparently, like, through, uh, through the fetish community, through things, um, rabbit holes, I guess you could say. I have found that there's, like, a sort of resurgence on that, like, brother-sister kind of things, like... Supposedly, yeah. 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 But it's weird that Rick and Morty would be, like... (laughs) They would just, like, pick up that. It's like, wow, that's oddly specific. Well, (laughs) since since this is a confession-based podcast, I did check out... The uh, subgenre of twincest. Oh, where... okay, twins. <laughs> this seems to be the only exception. Yeah. It seems to be the only exception, like for real, because I talked to so many dudes about this stuff, and they're like identical twins though, and I'm like, well, I mean, it like, 
but well like <laughs> oh you mean like to have a threesome with twins well yeah i mean yeah. You get, like i would i think i would just well, like i don't i don't know like that just seems like do you remember the bar- do you remember the barbie <laughs> twins do you remember the barbie twins from the 90s Did the you barbie ever- twins they were yeah there were these twin girls and they were very hot blonde uh and and they kind of became sex symbols they posed for playboy and a lot of guys fantasized about having a threesome with them and uh, i'm myself among them but at some point i thought wait a minute for if they're both having sex with a guy at the same time that's incest like even if they don't make contact with each other isn't it incest if you and your sibling are engaged in well it's not like you act as like i guess the cord that destroys everything yeah i mean one could be like riding okay let's say this riding reverse cowgirl yeah and then the other one is sitting on your face yeah that works what about that yeah that's not each other (laughs) no they're not looking at each other. They can't even touch each other. That's true, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I have a solution to almost everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't. But, like, <laughs> I could probably really give it a go. <laughs> yeah, you're flexible. You're. Uh, well, you no, I mean, not, not just that. I mean, <laughs> I, like, I, I think I know loopholes. Well, loopholes, yeah. Loopholes. <laughs> well, what about uh, two brothers uh, doing a... Um, a male male female threesome so do they 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 can okay so you can you could double jack them off as a female or suck one and still jack that one off or you can be like one's piling you and you're hanging off the back of the bed and the other one's like totally deep throating you that way yeah or I mean, this one's get this one's a little risky. Some people don't really, they're not about it because there's gonna be some friction. <laughs> technically, like technically, there's always like the you can you could do vaginal and anal, but that's a membrane. I'm telling you, like the thinnest shit ever. You're gonna feel things that you're probably not comfortable with. Yeah. So if 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 those guys do uh, double penetration, that's getting a little too risky, right? Well, double penetration would be like, okay, so there's, um, yeah, double penetration is that, and then there's a DVDA. Sorry, I got it like mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> there's a double vaginal, double anal. That's like that's oh, definitely wow. like fucking piece de la resistance, you know, yeah. like the. <laughs> just don't make a habit out of it. <laughs> just don't make a habit out of it because you'll be wearing diapers someday. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ever see the movie Orgasmo? I have not. Is that a mainstream movie? It is. The makers of South Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Like those guys. They like have two movies. Two movies where they're like, no three. Movies where they're like in it. Um, so this is live action movies. What's that? Yeah, live action. Yeah. So the two notable ones are Basketball and Orgasmo. They're like the most fucking it's 90s humor. 
but it's so good. They're so different from each other, but they're so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, it's cheese. It's so cheese. Like, yeah. But Orgasmo, there's this old lady. She's talking about how, like, she does DVD and that's all she gets hired for. And she's like, if you don't think that splits you open like a turkey on Thanksgiving, I don't know what you <laughs> like. It's so good. <laughs> well, the vagina was designed to admit a, a baby's head. That's a pretty. I know. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, like that's still scary though. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's uh, supposed to go like bloop, like right out, and like I just like it's yeah. no. I think I'm like I'm good at like if I still have fertility in my room i'm having a, a c-section i'm not doing not doing the push-out thing yeah because I, I mean are you really designed for that i mean i mean a lot of i hope not because like i <laughs> from what i've like you know like this is the i don't think i am actually built to do that like i yeah. think i'm actually very like narrow so I don't think I don't think it's possible. Like, <laughs> yeah. You got like a like small bones or small frame or something. I don't know. Like I'm kind of like I'm built like sort of like a boy, but not really. <laughs> yeah, you're very slim. Yeah. I'm slim. Yeah. I I guess like it's sort of like a a mix of athletic and I don't know. Like I got legs. I fucking got legs. They're good. Yes. Yes. You're very. <laughs> The legs work. You yeah. stick on a pair of heels and they're like even they're just like fucking can can legs. You just want to fucking anyway. <laughs> uh, right. So what's I'm your? Telling... Oh yeah, the next one. Next confession. Next, yeah. next, next, next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one gets weird, but like I have to address it because I'm like sort of animals activist kind of person. But all right, I tried strangling a cat i was young and naive and i wanted to see if i had the balls to kill something so when i found a young stray cat i managed to make managed to make it get close enough to me that i could grab it i did i was very stupid i thought the neck would just break if i pressed hard enough because of course a 12 to 14 year old would think necks are our only bone of course it didn't, and the cat started thrashing around, managing to scratch around my wrist and making me worry if the cuts was too deep. So I let it go and headed home. I can see, I can still see a little bit of the scar to this day and grew out of that phase. So yeah. I'm glad that person grew out of that phase, but what the fuck? Well, I have I have mixed feelings because part of me is outraged. I love cats, but another... I love cats too. My cat is a awesome fucking cat. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, yeah. but, but then on the other hand, I eat meat, and I know that oh, yeah. the, the meat didn't land on my plate from a heart attack. They no. slaughter them. So I don't know. Does that make me a hypocrite? I, I don't know. <laughs> Because it's a different... And no, like, he's not killing it to eat yeah. it, you know? Like, at least there's not that, right? Like, if he's killing it to eat it, then 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like he's not doing that. He was just wanted to see he could fucking kill something. Well, cats can be pretty sadistic with their own prey. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> you ever seen a cat with a mouse? Like they'll fuck with it. They'll like put their paw down on it and they'll let it wa- walk. Sometimes a few paces they won't and... even. Sometimes they will like they'll fuck with it a bit and they're like, oh, yeah, the and the cat fucks off. Well, they'll make a day of it. They'll just keep doing that. They for can, hours. yeah. Give the yeah. mouse a little bit of hope and then grab it again and um but so yeah. we got a we got a cat here that my parents like to let out every now and then. His name's Bear. He's like he's definitely like he loves food. He will eat anything, like literally almost anything. If it's made of food, he will eat it. So they let him out one day, and this is the first day that they just let him kind of like hang out. And he's just, like, he's chilling for, like, a couple minutes. And then all of a sudden, he just darts off. And he comes back. And he's got a little mouse in his mouth. And he's just, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, he's, like, the proudest fucking thing. He killed it, too. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was just, like, so happy. And he's, like, look. Uh-huh. He was, like, I just got this. And, like. It was like a matter of seconds. He just took off and fucking like came back with like with shit. But they say that cats um they do that because they don't think we're eating well enough or whatever. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Or or maybe like for him he's a fat though, so he would totally like just be like, I got this, this is mine, like <laughs> I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's tied in with self-worth as well. Like they're saying, yeah, oh, I'm totally. a hunter, hunter, yeah. Because you know, in Egypt, that that was their function to kill mice in the temples or whatever, the pyramids, and so they play. Because I mean, rodents can actually bring diseases and viruses and things around, and like I think rats were responsible for the Black Plague. So yeah, cats came to be valued for that. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my last one is entitled, My Boyfriend is Grieving the Death of His Ex Four Years Later. My boyfriend's ex died a few years before we met. We've been together for 13 months. His ex was killed by a drunk driver when they were still dating, and I think he's still grieving for her four years later. He talks about her a lot. He'll show me cute pictures of him and her on his phone a lot. When he cooks, he talks about how much she liked whatever we're eating. Once during sex, he said her name, uh, and she loved it when I did this. Even though I loved it too, he was talking about her during sex with me. He got really mad at me when I kept telling him that he should take a framed picture of the two of them in Iceland off from his wall because he needs to move on. I feel horrible for him. He clearly loves her more than me. He didn't deserve to lose her. He told me that he lost his virginity to her and only had sex once between her dying and becoming sexually active with me. I have a key to his apartment, and once I walked in and he was sitting in a chair just staring at a picture of them next to a Christmas tree. He clearly loves her more than me, but I don't take it personally. So, I mean, as far as... I understand. I mean, I understand why he's grieving because he didn't break up with the girl. She she died, but it seems I think it's pretty inconsiderate when you're in a new relationship 
to constantly talk about your ex and and dwell yeah. on yeah yeah i mean um how long has it been yeah she he said that it's four but it was four years after they uh after the woman died and uh okay so like he still brings it up oh after, yeah still, after four years still holding a candle for her and like they've been together yeah no that's like i mean that's awesome like you know what like when you okay when when you like love somebody like that you kind of have to do that like between you and them yeah. you know like that's a like you and their spirit kind of deal not like a you know, like you don't force somebody to like love somebody they never knew and or, you know, try to like wrap their head around your like your routine with that. You know, like that's not part of, you know, that shouldn't be part of their relationship. Oh, no. It's like it's a separate deal. Yeah. My my cousin married a guy whose wife ex-wife had died and he gave her a bunch of her jewelry and she. She didn't say anything, but she didn't like that, and she she gave. Uh, the, yeah, the, I mean, I would I would definitely like see. I would have to say something about that. I'd be like, look, like this is like this is something you should probably hang on to, or just pack it away. Yeah, just and you can it, figure out what you want to do with it. Yeah, put it in a shoebox somewhere. And, you know, like this is not something you need to just like, you know, give away because yeah, man, like what if it like. What that thing didn't work out between them? Well, he needs to like uh, see a grief counselor or maybe someone. Oh else. yeah. Or maybe maybe like a relative or a friend who's willing to just just give him a chance to to get all that stuff off his chest to deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Because or it's, even somebody that loved her too, like in a way, like that was yeah. close to her, like that might be a little bit cathartic, like in yeah, a good way. Parents, yeah, like one of her parents or something. You or, know. like, a close friend, like, anything, like, anything that was, like, you know, that could kind of fill in some things and help the grieving process. Because, like, sometimes you just, like, you know, you may have spent the best time of your life with that person, but, like, there's, like, things that, you know, after like somebody passes it's good to hear because it's like soothing it's just like it's like one of those things it's like i needed to hear this right now you know yeah and it helps you kind of get over like these little humps that life presents you which is yeah getting over stuff grief is really hard it's so hard like maybe he wasn't there's re- no there's no time stamp no. on it he wasn't ready for a relationship. Uh, no, he probably dove into it really quick because he yeah. was just scared of being alone. Yeah, because you're the person you're with presently is supposed to be number one in that area of your life. But, I mean, he's talking about his ex while they're having sex. That's not Oh, God, no. That's not yeah. good. Awkward. So awkward. So awkward. Yeah, yeah. so I think he's kind of at fault there. Um, I mean, the the grief may never go away, but he's got to understand that uh, he can't make his current girlfriend play second fiddle forever. Especially, yeah. especially considering that the dead woman's playing is in the lead. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So what's your last one? Okay, let's see here. Um, what was my last one? I like I saved too many. <laughs> oh yeah, choose the most. Yeah, 
I'm guessing. <laughs> no, I was like, okay, what? Like, I had two. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that one I already did. Okay. Um. Okay, so running into your ex-girlfriend. This one's a little, like, it's a little bit, like, I feel not as uh, explicit as the rest of the ones that we were talking <laughs> about. Running away, her running into your ex-girlfriend and then walking away without saying anything. I dated a girl for three years too long. The relationship was going nowhere. The final time I asked her out, I asked her to a movie. She said no. I asked her about a drive to the park and she said no. I asked her to, to suggest something and she said no, it was up to me. I had, I had suggested everything within my ability for us to do together, she refused. I told her I would call her back when I thought of something to do. I never called her again. One day when I was at the mall with a friend, I ran into her. It happened twice, in fact. She was standing off to the side with a strange smile on her face. I walked by her and I said nothing to her. The friend I was with asked, is that Jay, whatever. I said, yes, keep going. I hope she heard me say that. Mm. I have a feeling this person was kind of like young. Yeah, is he playing hard to get, or what do you think he's doing? Well, he said he's been in a, like in dating this person for three years, so I don't know. Like, I'm not sure about like the like the terms these days. If dating is like a serious relationship, that's not my girlfriend. So like, yeah. dating, I guess like dating them off and on, like dating, taking them out. Like, did you like? Is that just like? trying mm. to hang out well i know not... yeah, yeah i know that like you know in terms of like you know going out to dinner and we bring flowers and chocolates and all that stuff yeah I like that, i mean that's like yeah. no that's, that's almost kind of passe isn't it it's, it is it's yeah. passe but i wouldn't mind that i'd be like yo let's eat these chocolates like, like <laughs> well, a lot of i people... couldn't help but fucking like seriously like share that shit because like god damn i'd love some chocolates flowers i'm like i'm okay with but like i prefer like chocolates because it's food it's sustenance the edible arrangements those are dope because you'd eat them too i'm more food oriented than like visual with flower thing because they die yeah they do yeah well i mean i wonder if maybe She's like uh, codependent or smothering or something. Maybe he needs a break. Maybe mm. she's, you know, gotten to the point where she's too clingy and he just wants to air the relationship out a little bit. You know. Oh, maybe. Well, it, like he said, it's uh, you know, dated a girl for three years too long. Yeah. So. She- and the relationship's not going anywhere. So like, what like. I'm not sure if what he, like, what anywhere is. Like, what's his destination? <laughs> well, I remember reading reading this thing. It was like a list of reasons that it may be time to break up. And one of them was every time your significant other calls you, you, you sigh. You're like, oh, God. Like, and there may not even necessarily be any drama going on, but 
it just gets to the point where you're sick and tired of hearing from them or sick and tired of just how predictable they've become or something like that. So maybe he's just at that point. He's just got to break up with her. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, people- no, it's like, it's, uh, I don't know. Like, I wish there was like a little bit more information in here. Cause it's like, yeah. You know, maybe he is not having sex yet. It sounds like that. Like it's not getting anywhere. Like what do you what what's anywhere? Like does he want it serious? Does he want sex? Does he like is he just not like Well he he must not love her at all because uh if you would, well, if, you would if you would dust someone off like that. Yeah. Uh, you know. There can't be much of a an emotional connection there. Well, yeah, I mean, some people, they're kind of shallow in that that respect where it's like, well, I mean, I mean, it's a mix of either like just knowing that this person isn't 100% gelling with you or expecting too much from this from a person that, you know, whatever, like it could be a number of things, right? Because like maybe she wasn't totally receptive to begin with. And he's just like, well, I've been, like, trying for things for three years. Like, yeah. well, why did you put so much fucking time into something that wasn't working? You know, like, (laughs) what's up with that? (laughs) I I don't know. After about, like, two, I don't know. Like, I give people a lot of room, and I feel like three months or whatever is a lot of room for something like that. If it's not going anywhere in three months, I'm out. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, See, I feel must... like that's a long time, but I have ADD brain, so, like, my fucking time frame is all fucked up anyway. So maybe she was just, like, a, a long-term booty call, you know? Maybe. Like, she was... Like, you know, he could get laid and he'd listen to her talk and that was kind of his end of the book. <clears throat> but otherwise, maybe he just didn't want to spend that much time with her. So I know that kind yeah. of happens, you know. It's yeah, like yeah. Uh, like Sharon Stone once said, women can fake orgasms, but men can fake whole relationships. Oh, totally. <laughs> so that's, yeah. maybe that's what he's been doing, you know. He's just like acting like he's her boyfriend, but... I guess, so, yeah. Yeah. But That's it, a good point. And then secretly, maybe he's doing that with, like, three other chicks. Yeah, because, like, this is just, like, you know, one chick. God knows. Like, there's so many, like, okay, not to, like, be all, like, it's not sexist or whatever, but, like, guys have been known. I Well, I mean, it's scientifically proven that guys can basically, like, make so many fucking kids because basically yeah. they just go fucking impregnate as many people as they possibly can. Yeah. But a woman can only do like a nine month gestation. Yeah. So like you know, like we are actually like in terms of like like <laughs> cause I feel like popping out families like that, that's really slutty. Right? That's slutty. Yeah. Setting but like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, I call it franchising. Yeah. McDonald's, Tim Hortons, all this shit, yeah. it's everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's why in Nova Scotia, you almost have to get that app that you're talking about because for real, there's people <laughs> that are related out here, and you don't even know. 
Like well, it's been legitimate fears of like my friends' parents and shit. Well, you know, but, there are like huge, huge uh people who's who had the same surname, like like in Nova Scotia, it's like Rector actually. That's pretty common down there. Uh, and then there's McDonald's. Like I thought your name was totally like a stage name. No, no, that's my real it's last. Dope. Name. I like it. I like okay. it. It's got a good. It's got a good ring. Oh, I feel you. like mine is too like English and weird. And I was like, yeah, I don't very... feel like I don't feel right talking about it on such a, like <laughs> a. It's not like a sleazy platform, but a promiscuous pa- platform with using my real name. Yeah. <laughs> there must there must be like a million people down there named McDonald. Like oh, that. there's McDonald's, McLean's, McKenzie, McKinnis, yeah. fucking yeah. McGillivray. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's lots of mix. McNeil, fucking there's tons. There's tons. Oh, tons, yeah. tons, tons. Ours is British. Or not well, uh dad's from BC, so like, you know, that's that's his last name. Yeah, yeah. I uh, well, I've got the whole UK covered, and I'm three. Yeah, man, me too. Like my dad's side's all UK. Yeah, I've got three percent Norwegian, two um, percent Germanic European, which yeah, is yeah, we're fucking yeah. white as fuck. Oh yeah. We <laughs> but we're like fucking mutts. That's the cool thing. It's like no one's like pure anything anymore. I tell you, one of my know. sisters is one of the fathers of Confederation. Oh shit, that's yeah. crazy. That's how Canadian I am. So I got, yeah. I got those roots. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, mine's mine's like kind of like, we're on my mom's side. My dad, my great great grandfather was a rum runner. Oh yeah, that's got that. Cool. And um, the one that like came over, like her her great 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 ancestor i guess is like uh he used to uh he was a groundskeeper for a like like a duke or whatever like and he ran off with a daughter (laughs) and they had a bunch of kids like a bunch and they ended up in like cape breton i think and uh she got to see like basically like these candlestick holders like that um she brought over Mm-hmm. And it was like it was from like you know like the, she she was from a fairly well-to-do family and he wasn't like crazy well-to-do but he could do some things he like he, he pumped her full of babies and built her a house but one of the things that like was written down she's like I'm not gonna be able to see this house like it was like a morbid thing that she said and she actually died before that house was finished but so. It was like one of those weird like ooh moments, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But mom like has been doing this ancestry shit like crazy. She's been digging up so much stuff. It's really really cool. We had a a great aunt with one arm, and she did a guy from a sideshow that ate light bulbs. I think something he like that. Bulbs, yeah. He ate light bulbs. Yeah. Damn. We had a colorful fucking uh, family. <laughs> yeah. I've- I was thinking the other day, if like if I were to get married and if I had the money, you know, I, I'd have like a total. I wouldn't do a conventional wedding at all. Maybe oh fuck gym, no, me neither. Maybe the Jim Rose Circus would perform, you know. Oh man, that'd be sick. You yeah. do like that? There's like out Las Vegas way, isn't it? Or like are they New York? I don't know, but they do travel. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Las Vegas would be cool. You could fucking use the desert and get like something yeah. cool. Get married in the desert where all the the mob like, the and mob like buried their victims. Oh yes. Yeah, totally. There's a Stephen King novel or a short story about that that was really cool. Like basically Buddy needed to catch somebody and he like dug this fucking part in the highway, like the exact fucking dimensions of the like the car that Buddy was gonna be driving. And like it fell right in and he like fucking just covered it in cement and whatever. Fucking wicked story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Is that was that Christine or No, I think it was in um ah uh, shit. There was a like a short story book. Uh Dreamscapes wait. Uh, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Yeah, that one. I think that one was I think it was in that one. And like they did a ad- adaptation, like a like a TV one, I think, a TV movie one, and I didn't get to like watch it. Like every time I went to watch it, I just fucking fell asleep. Right? It fucking yeah. sucked. Most like, yeah, most of the TV adaptations of Stephen King books are. Oh, not, the yeah. Stand. Yeah. The you Stand like is so long. Yeah, I read the book. I didn't care for it. I didn't. Lots of many people love that book. I didn't. I really like nightmare, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. He's like a short, short story person. And there's I, some weird shit in there. The finger? The finger was weird. Yeah. See, I find his shorter books tend to be better. Like yeah. The, like Gerald's Game. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. The, the movie was also pretty good. That's on Netflix, I think. Yeah, man. Fucking, uh, he, uh, he did AA meetings. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that show was cool. And Mom was saying, like, he basically, like, most of his ideas come from dreams. Yeah. Well, one thing that was interesting, in the 80s, he was addicted to cocaine really bad. Like, he's, at one point, he was, and like, drinking. At one point, he had to have, like, wads of Kleenex in his nostrils to prevent them from bleeding all over the typewriter. Oh, That's my how God. That's bad it was. And he says, like, he has no memory of writing Cujo because he was doing coke all the time. So, Crazy. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, David Bowie said something like that. He said he couldn't remember the year 1975 because back then, he, that's when he was, like, super into cocaine. and. Yeah, and they would have a bomb ass shit back then. Yeah. Well, he had the money, so he could snort cocaine day and night. So. Yep. People just give it to him because he's David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. He lived on cocaine and milk. He thought, if I drink milk, that then I won't totally die from malnutrition. Mm-hmm. It. Well, well, on that note, I think we're, I think we blew through all our confessions, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. All right, my dear. Well, thank you very much for doing the show with me again this week. Yeah, man. It's always a pleasure. It is, yes. All <laughs> right. Have yourself a good night now. All right, you too. Yeah, take care. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye.